Round one was over. <laughs> Parents won. Kids sipped. I only hope that we never lose sight of one thing. That was all started by a mouse. Did we just become best friends? Yep. Gentlemen, start your engines. There's a touch of madness around here. Hello, everyone. Welcome to DDP Today, a show that's a little about us, a lot about Disney and fun for the whole family. It's Tuesday, March the 7th, 2023. My name is Justin, and tonight I'm joined by two of my buddies. I'm excited to get into our topic tonight. Before we do that, let's check on how their week went. Starting with you, Mike, how are things, man? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Uh, the girls were away for the weekend. They had a uh, cheerleading competition. Sammy did great, so I'm very happy for that. Um <clears throat> Sarah is away on a spring break trip to Cancun. Uh, it's one of the one of the trips that, as you know, as she gets older, she's kind of doing this on her own. She's kind of gone a couple of places by herself, but obviously she lives in college by herself. But this is kind of like a first major trip for us, so it's been kind of hard for the you know for us as parents to uh, let go and you know watch a bird kind of fly away a little bit because uh, you know going to a foreign country and being a little far away can be a little nerve wracking sometimes. But uh, she's doing good. She sent us some poolside pictures today, so she got down there safely, and uh, we just hope that she makes good decisions all week. That's all. Well, that's fun, though, man. I, look, I went to a foreign country when I was her age, maybe a little bit younger, and that was Panama City, Florida. Um, I felt like I was in a foreign country, at least while I was there. Uh, <laughs> saw things that no human should probably ever see. Uh, speaking of Florida, let's head down south, head to Orlando to check in with Aussie Dave. How are you, buddy? I was going to say, I thought we this was the same country. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's so confusing um i'm good my friend i'm very well it's been a busy week uh it's a hot week i got sunburn i forgot to reapply the other day look at that i'm looking all tan i'm looking all like mid-july tan going on yeah it's okay my good aussie skin tans up nicely so well, that's the way I feel too. It's been okay. Well, this perfect. You're an expert. That's why you're so good at this because this perfectly leads me into what I want to chat about before we get into the topic. So, mm -hmm. as you know, I am the youngest one on the show. I am the right. only one still in my 30s on the show, but I am quickly getting to that point to where we're all going to be in our 40s. Not too long from now, I will have my 40th birthday. And, you know, they say people have midlife crises. They go out and they buy sports cars and they do all this crazy stuff. Well, I. I don't know if it's a midlife crisis, but I have uh, literally been working out five days a week. I and I, you know, I used to work out a little bit, but not like this. And today, I decided, you know what, I need, I need to really start using face lotion. Like mm. I need to start using like serums and all that yeah. kind of stuff. So I decided I was going to go to Target. You don't and look I was like the youngest. That's the issue. No, I don't. Yeah. especially if I let my hair grow out, I mm. am gray as can be. Uh, so I, so I go to target today and I decide I'm going to buy some face serums and some lotions, nighttime, daytime, eye lotion, all that stuff. Right. And so I buy, I buy this, this, uh, box and it has a daytime and a nighttime lotion in it. And I think, oh, that's perfect. That'll go great with a serum I bought that'll put on at night in my eye lotion. And I bought Riley a new outfit. I saw it and I was like, that's cute. She'll like that. So I bought her that a couple other little things and I get up front and I check out. 
And, you know, once you start, they scan the items, it's not like going through, you know, they'll actually have somebody scanning my items. And she told me the amount. I was like, man, that's a lot higher than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. And I thought, oh, well, whatever. I go ahead and pay. And I get to the car and I look at the receipt. And my daytime lotion I bought mm. was $70. Mm. It's in a bag going back to Target tomorrow. I, unless it's going to make me look like I'm 21 again, there is no lotion in the world that is worth $70 I mean, to, to put on my face. I mean, it's expensive. Um, my wife, yes, has a vast collection and array of different options. And yeah, it, it can get expensive. It was unreal. It was gotta, $200 today. Okay. The worst thing, though, is when she leaves one of them out and a five year old decides to like paint her face <laughs> with a lotion that costs somewhere in the vicinity of what you just described. And I'm like looking at her going, You have mm -hmm. no idea how much you just spread all over your face that I'm about to wipe off with a cloth and it's gone. She's going to look like she's four, though, again. It's oh, going to be unreal. It's going to be great. Million dollar smile. <laughs> That's right. It, it's it's funny, man. And speaking of that, look, you have to. We're going to jump right into tonight's topic. Uh, uh, really quickly, you know, whenever I you have, really yeah, quickly, I do have a nighttime moisturizer, particularly for when I forget to reapply, a daytime That's moisturizer me. that has an SPF in it already. And then I apply sunscreen when I'm out on tour because yeah, like otherwise like Have I live, use the serum. Me, I'm all like, I'm just burnt, burnt, but I'm a little reddish. Like I forgot to reapply one day this week, one day. That's it. Have you ever used a serum though? No, I'm not. I'm not quite that. Um, okay. So I'm, there's, there's I'm an more, oil and you, so you do, I'm, I can see Mike using a serum. It. I'm more what show am I even on now? That's the word I'm looking for. <laughs> So you and your serum I, could be right there. I am going uh, to. I to tell you what. I am going to look like Mike and Justin. <laughs> we're changing. We're changing the world as we know it. Uh, here we go. Let's jump into oh, it. Speaking of having, thing. sorry. Oh my uh, goodness, Dave. I'm what? sorry. No, because you said like you're. It's nearly your birthday. Like yes. you're within the sixty day window. Mm -hmm. Like you would already have your dining booked for your birthday. I mean, that's how quick it's sneaking up on you. I don't want to make you feel old or anything, but it's it's coming like a freight train around the mountain. Okay, like I'm okay with it. I'm ready. I sure? still always know that I'm younger than all of you all. So and much and younger still than don't Dan. Look up. Uh, Let's jump into that uh, that actual topic that we're aiming for for the third. It'll time. be good. Uh, you know, the one thing you have to have you have to have good skin if you are an actor. And if mm. you are an actor on the big screen or the small screen, you've got to look your best. And uh, that brought us to tonight's topic, how we are going to get into all of the movies and shows, the big, the small, that are coming in 2023 for Disney. I'm excited about this. Uh, we don't do a whole lot of stuff like this, mostly we stay in the parks, but tonight we're branching out to how you can keep a Disney in your life by going to the movie theater or sitting on your couch and streaming on Disney Plus, some of these amazing shows and movies. And let's jump right into it, because some of these I know, some of these I don't. I'm excited to pick your all's brain as we go through them. And uh, get your opinion on them. Uh, starting with, of course, we're going. A couple of them have already been released. We're going to chat about them though, anyways. Uh, and on January the fourth of this year, fourteen new episodes of Star Wars: The Bad Batch season two came out to Disney Plus. Uh, I have never seen this series. I'm not a Star Wars guy, so I'm turning it over to you, Dave, to tell me all about it. Um, I mean, Bad Batch is great. It, Bad Batch is probably one of the best spinoffs that has happened. Um, 
in any Disney Plus series, probably. Like, so we were first introduced to the Bad Batch in a random episode of Clone Wars. It was about season four. I apologize if I'm wrong, but it was kind of late in Clone Wars. Uh, there was a random episode that introduced us to uh, a bunch of five or six uh, clones that didn't really clone the way they were meant to. And then they got put into this ragtag team and uh, they have some special skills uh, in the way that they uh, approach things. And um, and it was a really well-received episode. Everybody loved it. And so uh, it got its own series uh, coming off that. Uh, we got introduced to some new characters as well as part of that. And uh, I haven't yet had the opportunity to watch this new season. It's sitting on my watch list uh, on my Disney Plus and saying, hey, I'm over here. But I just keep – it gets blindsided by – wednesday on netflix or um mm. trying to finish some national treasure uh from last year that i didn't uh, wrap up the season properly on and a few things like that so um but i will get to it i love bad batch um they there's some great character developments and arcs um mike have you ever got into the animated stuff from star wars i know you're a fan of star wars in general as a big Star Wars fan as I am, I've never really gotten into the Bad Batch series. Um, it's something that it's I could probably get into. I think if I wind up running out of stuff, um, I'm not big into the animated. I like the live action stuff more than I do. I just kind of relate to it a little bit more. Um, but I, I definitely from I watched a couple of trailers on it because you know I, you know a little show prep stuff and it looks very cool. So I think it's something that I might There's give a, a shot. There's a couple of characters I think you'd like in Bad Batch alone. Like it's there, yeah, it's there unusual way of doing things that makes them uh endearing i think this would be a show mike that i could see you just putting on in the background when you're doing something and kind of you know not painting i watched um what dave name me another um one of the other series that's animated or, or you know like a, a clone cartoons wars, rebels clone wars uh, yeah started clone wars i got through almost season one of it and i liked it i mean it was good because it's those quick like 20 minute episodes yeah. 22 minute episodes and this so is it was an well. easy watch. It is. Um, Clone Wars is weird. Clone Wars didn't really have a direction for like the first couple of seasons. They were just kind of making these random episodes and these random uh, stories and jamming them into a season. And like it didn't, you didn't really know where it was headed. Um, and then it had been successful and it kept getting renewed and they kind of had this moment where they were like, oh, well, we actually need to be like working towards order 66 and things like that. And how all of that got passed down uh, from uh, the emperor. Um, and so, um, so there's this like, and you really start to see in about season four, I think it is um, it take that direction and, and run at um the ultimate downfall of um of the senate so it's fascinating it's really well done um and it's it's great where it gives you some good backstory uh to some characters that you never really got and they can't really do all of that in a movie you kind of just like meet these people and they're midway through their storyline whereas um when they do these episodes you get the opportunity to slowly learn more about them uh and um, within all of this, every time you meet Obi-Wan Kenobi, uh, we get to uh, see the voice talents of James Arnold Taylor, which is really good in Clone Wars. I love him. 
Super cool. Uh, moving on, we're going to move to the first uh, big screen feature that has come out already on February the 17th of this year. Ant-Man 3, Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania was released in the theaters. Uh, this had, came out to, uh, I think a lot of Disney fans were excited. Kevin Feig promised that Ant-Man 3 was the perfect kickoff for Marvel's next phase of movies. Uh, and I have not had a chance to watch it yet, but I am super excited about this. Um, Mike, It look, you're moving into the next phase of Marvel. Some people are saying, hey, we've had a lot of superhero stuff over the last decade. Are we really going to go back into this with now not having Iron Man, not having Cap? Um, I'm still excited about it. I love the uh, Ant-Man series. I watched the first one the other day again, and I really enjoy it. So uh, is this something you would go to the theaters to see, or are you going to wait till it streams on Disney Plus? I'm probably going to wait till it streams on Disney Plus. Uh, when Laura and I watched, when we kind of marathoned all of the Marvel movies, uh, Ant Man was one of our favorite ones. I think the character was very cool. It was the the best series out of one of us. I mean, Iron Man was good, and some of the, you know some of the other movies were really good. The Hulk was cool, but I really liked Ant Man. So I'm looking forward to being able to just kind of hang back, relax, and Laura and I watch this you know at home when it comes out on Disney Plus because that's how we watch a lot of our Marvel movies, and I think we'll enjoy that that way. Uh, Dave, this is one of those that I'm really excited about. Uh, I, you know, it, I think I feel like it's been a while since we've had a Marvel movie in theaters. Um, the one thing I'm super excited about is that we get to see Kang for the first time, who is going to be legitimately, they say, more evil, more powerful uh, than Thanos. They are promising there will be uh, deaths in these next few movies because of King that um, he, you wouldn't have seen even with the Thanos villain. This is a super villain of all villains. Whenever it comes to the Marvel franchise. Mm. Um, I mean, Kang the Conqueror is a big part of uh, what's coming within the MCU. Uh, it's not the first time we've met him because we got to see a very demure version of him uh, in the uh, Loki TV series. Oh, I didn't watch Loki. See, you like you're already behind the eight ball. Okay, do your research. Do, then you catch up, man. Like you need to watch. Like, and here's the thing: is there's some people who are going out to watch this right now, and you're like, no, no. Like, if you're not up to date with um, what has happened with Loki and what has happened with uh, Eternals and what has happened with a number, so. Here's the thing. You mentioned that we're entering the next phase. All right. And do you remember? And I think I referenced this maybe even a year ago when we were doing an episode like this. I talked about how we 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 got Iron Man and we got Thor and we got um Iron Man 2 and um Thor 2, which was rough to get through, if you remember. Mm -hmm. Um, it's probably one of the, the less yeah um and it's probably <laughs> one of the the least successful movies of that original arc um and and all of that happened in phase one and what they were ultimately doing was setting up character developments and things that were going to be important uh post the original avengers movie all right and so and then we got to the end of phase three which finished with um which finished with um endgame thanos and endgame and all of that thank you yeah. um so we then entered this next phase and we had to 
basically go back to scratch. That was the end of a major element of the MCU. And so we had to go back to scratch and start for a start again. And we had to start getting introduced to all these characters that were now going to be super important moving forward. Um, we already had met Ant-Man and the Wasp in the, the first two original ones, but we needed, um, we needed to start meeting these other characters and how they were then going to interact with each other. Uh, we had to get through um, into the multiverse. Uh, if you are not up to date with Doctor Strange into the multiverse. Yep. Um, great you, movie. Great movie. But you need to have seen that to start understanding what's happening in quantum mania. So if you're not up to date with that, at least watch a, uh, a, a catch up uh, on YouTube or something that will uh, prep you going in. So you're not sitting there looking at the screen going, wait, what are they talking about? Like it gets fairly in depth and quite confusing. There's a lot going on in the MCU at the moment. Um, so, and we're going to talk about a couple more of them in, with one of the other movies in a few moments, but um, yeah. Um, Quantum mania. Um, I have seen, um, I had friends that were going to see it. it. It's confusing. I have not seen it all uh, in its entirety yet. So, um, but that is my life sometimes. Uh, I'm excited about it. I think it'll be great. We're getting now into uh, the fade, new, brand new phase of Marvel and we're kicking it off. Uh, it's already out. You can go see it now in theaters wherever you live. Let's move on to the last uh, thing that has already been released that we're going to chat about and then we're going to get into coming attractions. Uh, and I'm going to come to you, Mike. On March the 1st, Grogu and the Mandalorian are back at Star Wars. Star Wars The Mandalorian Season 3 has returned to Disney+, Plus, getting one episode a week. I, have, I am still on Season 2. I'm trying to push through. I'm getting there. Uh, Mike, I know you've seen at least the first episode of Season 3. Is this something you're excited about? What are you hoping to see with this Season 3 of The Mandalorian? I did. You know, uh, actually, when we recorded last week, I think we recorded on a Wednesday night, and that was like the release date for the uh, for Mandalorian. So I kind of came home from work, had dinner, did some show prep, got on the show, and then it was completely exhausting. But I says, I got to stay up and I got to watch uh, Mandalorian. So I was able to get in an episode last week. Uh, I, I was tired, but I wanted to see it. I, I liked the way the, le the last couple of series uh, ended. Um, I liked the Book of Boba Fett. Mando kind of hijacked that series and kind of made it his own show. I think it was really cool how they kind of you know brought the two of them the two characters together um i love the mandalorian series i think it was one of the most fantastic spinoffs that disney did you know obi-wan was great and there have been some other you know some spinoff stuff uh Andor was really really good that was kind of slow in the beginning and it really picked up i'm hoping that they come back with more of that um i i kind of when i started watching that i was kind of bored in the beginning but then i really took me and then the last couple of episodes i was completely hooked so uh for anybody who hasn't watched it yet give it some time because you'll definitely like the way it evolved but uh, I'm curious to see how the Mandalorian is going to um, is going to come about because you know I don't want to give any spoilers away, but they, they you know he, he's on a different kind of mission than I thought he would be, and he's kind of kind of trying to find himself and get back to what he should have been doing. Um, like I said, I don't want to give it away too much because a lot of people are still getting into it, still watching and catching up. So I don't want to talk too much about it, but I will say that I'm excited with what I've seen and I kind of like what I saw in the first episode of this uh, this series. And uh, tonight it is Wednesday, or is it Tuesday night? Oh, so later tonight around midnight, actually three in the morning, it'll be previewing. So when I wake up tomorrow morning, uh, luckily I don't got to go to work, I will watch the second episode. Oh, exciting. Uh, Dave, I'm super excited that Disney... 
came out and they did a show about a um about a book about a guy named Boba that worries a lot. I am really uh it's nice, you know, this not you're not not alone. People that worry, you got Boba Fret and he uh he worries too. Um Star Wars the Mandalorian, you excited, buddy? I am Boba Fret. That was terrible. Um, yes, I am. <laughs> um, I actually am behind Mike on this one. I didn't even get to it last week, uh, but I know I have an early day tomorrow and I'm planning on being off and I'm going to have two consecutive episodes to sit down. So I'm really glad he didn't ruin it for me either. So, um, but, but no, um, here's the thing. It, Mandalorian came out of nowhere. Mandalorian was just this TV show and people were like, oh, cool. We met like one random Mandalorian once or uh, or somebody at least of the Mandalorian descent um, who was involved in Return of the Jedi in 1983. And people were like, oh, we need to find out more about them. But what's going on with Boba um, and what is this? And then and when it dropped it dropped like a ton of bricks like when mandalorian arrived and we were what 16 minutes into that first episode and we met baby yoda like the internet lost its gd mind like people like who were kind of like star wars became these like super passionate i will tear you limb from limb if you ruin this kind of moment like and it it brought in a whole new fan base um uh book of boba fett took us in a different direction and then came back um john favreau continues to um make a tremendous TV show uh, to keep people enthralled and some really good writing. Um, Mike hit the nail on the head. Andor started slow and then picked back up. And I loved Andor. Those last two episodes of Andor were magnificent, just magnificent. So um, assuming they can continue to ride this wave and continue to do what they have done for the last couple of years mandalorian season three uh is shaping up to look really good now all i can think about is just a whole show about boba fett and he's just all he does is just sit in the corner going i don't know if i'll find han i don't know oh uh, just just a... <laughs> Bro, we're losing subscribers by the minute people are right. unfollowing ddp today you can, of this you can tell i'm not a star so, wars guy here we yeah, go we're we moving know. on moving we got a bunch on. to get to we do uh look now we're going a another live action remake first one we're talking about uh a, coming to the big or actually coming to disney plus um, original film. It is coming in spring of 2023. Just the other day, got a full trailer release for this. I'm talking about Disney's Peter Pan and Wendy. This is a um, product that we have seen over and over and over and over again. But for some reason, people are still clamoring to see these movies. I'm excited to get y'all's opinion because this is the first time um, that we're talking about something that we have not seen before and we do not know how it's going to turn out. So I want to get with each of these what you expect, what you hope for, and are you excited about this? Dave, Disney's Peter Pan and Wendy, do we need another live-action remake? <laughs> Here's the thing. For the same reason that 
thousands of people line up and wait 90 minutes to ride a 60-second attraction in the Magic Kingdom on a daily basis. This is a product within the Disney company that continues to sell. It is it's a it's a favorite of the Disney core group of uh diehard fans and um they know look think about uh tinkerbell got her own animated series at one point with the other which fairies which, which is great as two grown I'm, adult I, men right here having a conversation i don't about know Dave, the fairies tv if show. we've talked about this before literally secret the of the third Wings is amazing oh secret wings great no no the third one the um enchanted beast whatever um, uh, yep Yep, I know what you mean. Yep. I, in tears, Riley's watching it. I'm on the couch behind her, just like. <laughs> I'm and then, I, and then you know what I did? I went and got Katie. I was like, "You got to watch this." And by the end, when they're like, "The Never Beast," whenever they're putting the Never Beast to sleep for a thousand years, and they're like, "We'll never see you again." Katie looks over at me, and tears are just streaming down her face. She's like, "Why did you do this to me?" Yeah, and I'm no, like, yeah, exactly. It's really well written. This great characters like Iridessa and how much she hates yes. and Tinkerbell at the at the beginning and all of that. Yeah, wonderful. So, um, and then go back to the '90s with Hook, um, the Disney Company, and Peter Pan have a long history. The Peter Pan franchise. Um, I'm excited to see what they've done with it. I hope they don't mess it up. Um, and yeah, like, uh, there's somebody, it was a mutual friend of ours. I won't out them in the middle of the show, but, uh, somebody who w had a status and they were like, well, that's exactly what the world needs is another remake, a live action remake of Peter Pan. <laughs> and but part of me was like, but it sells, people love it. Like, like let people enjoy things. Well, you know what? And it's funny, uh, the way it's filmed, it kind of might gives me a, when I was watching the trailer, this idea of the lion the witch in the wardrobe Ooh. the way it's kind of filmed uh which i i love that franchise i think it's great i also i think mike disney plus allows disney the opportunity to create movies like this without the threat of sending them to theaters and absolutely bombing and losing money um they know they're gonna make money you know, or at least they're putting out the content for Disney Plus subscribers. They can maybe bring new subscribers in with this. For you, does it make a difference in the fact that it's not going to theaters? You're going to be able to watch this in the comfort of your home? Because I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think you would. I'm just going to, and I might be wrong. Tell me if I'm wrong. I don't think you would pay to take the family to a theater to see it. But I think if it's in the comfort of your own home, you're probably going to watch this. Yeah, it's definitely something I would watch at home, and I probably wouldn't go to the theaters to watch it. Uh, Jungle Cruise was another one of those where I'd said, you know what, I'm probably not going to go to the movies to see it. I probably should have. Was it actually in yeah, the movie theaters. Jungle Cruise yeah. for a while? Yeah, because yeah, I, I watched it at home, and I know I knew that. And um, I was kind of disappointed that I did watch it at home because it probably didn't look pretty cool on the big screen. Um, some of the cinematography that I saw in the trailer for that, uh, for the Peter Pan, might actually be good in the movie theater, but I think I'll probably wait for it to come out at home. The new Captain Hook that we saw in that trailer looks very, very cool. He's got a kind of like an evil look to him, um, a little bit more of a, a different kind of look than I've seen before. Um, <clears throat> I think it's going to be cool. I think it's something that we'll definitely watch on our family night, and um, I, pr I wouldn't run to the theaters to see that. There's quite a few other movies when we talk on our list that I'm going to run out to the theaters to see. This definitely wouldn't be one of them. All right, moving on. Oh, hold Go on ahead, really Dave, quickly. Sorry. Just uh, And the cast list gets me excited. It's, it's crazy. Um, Jude Law as Hook, yes, looked amazing. Uh, Jim Gaffigan as uh, Mr. Smee. Love Jim Gaffigan. It's so funny. <laughs> a great, and then Alan Tudyk 
just making an yep. appearance randomly. Like I will watch it for those three names alone. Like Love you've it. already got me on that, and I'm excited for what it's going to bring. I'm I'm excited too, and I think a lot of families look. It there's no complaint, there's no downfall. This gives you a family Friday at home with uh you know and something for the entire family they can enjoy. Coming spring 2023, Disney's Peter Pan and Wendy. Uh, the next one, I'm just going to mention. We're not even going to chat about it. We're going to move on. Uh, Star Wars Visions Volume Two. Uh, this Star Wars Disney animated short film series returns to Disney Plus for second season. I didn't see the first one. Um, Feature stories from Chile, France, Japan, India, Ireland, Spain, South Africa, South Korea, and the UK and the US. Uh, so you can check that out. Spring 2023 coming to Disney Plus. Let's move on to the big one though. Second movie coming to the big screen. Uh, you are going to be able to buy tickets. To go see this, I this may be the second most excited I am. Uh, second thing on the list. Second, uh, wow, words are hard. You're doing great. I'm. You should run most a excited for something else. This Wait, is second. with How your ability that? to talk. You should run a podcast. <laughs> I really should, shouldn't I? It's late, okay. Uh, and I'm talking about on May the fifth, 2023. Get your tickets ready. Because the Guardians are making their way back to the big screen. Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy 3 is coming back. Uh, I am super excited. The uh, Band of Misfits rallies together to defend the galaxy and protect one of their own. James Gunn is returning. And, of course, Chris Pratt, Dave Bautista, Zoe Saldana, Karen Gillian, and Palm Clementif. And, of course, Vin Diesel as Groot and Bradley Cooper as Rocket. Uh, I'm super excited about this one. They, I have a feeling this one is going to be a tearjerker as well. Dave, Gardens of the Galaxy Volume 3 with the no spoilers, but if you read it all, there's some of this cast saying this is their last one, which leads me to uh, the fact that, one, we're probably going to see uh, some Marvel villains in there that they have promised will be the most deadly villains ever. Uh, I have no idea what's going to happen, but I think this is going to be a not-miss do not wait for this to come to Disney Plus. Get your tickets, get to the theaters, and go see Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. I think this has the potential to uh, really blow up uh, as a uh, as a big box office smash for them. Like, the last time we saw them all together was Endgame and their role in that. Like, we've seen Guardians, Guardians 2. We built towards Endgame. Like, it was, like, it was amazing. And now we get this third installment. We get to see what they've been doing. Um, there's um, th- there's all sorts of other subplots from their uh, from the comic book series that are going to come into play. Because um, wasn't Thor also headed off with them to to cause some trouble as the like? So yeah, yep. He's got that funny name for them, um, and. Uh, they're all back like this is and this is this is one of those things where when they started this journey with this band of misfits like they had contractually one two and three and end game uh, like included in that initial contract so yes we are going to see some of them fall off or choose not to return and they're going to write those characters knowing who's coming back and where the storyline is headed um more than anything the soundtrack of guardians movies has set the tone and i'm excited to see what they do this time around mike super excited mike what do you think 
Yeah, absolutely. This is when I talked about ones that I want to go see in the movies. This is definitely one of them. Do you think that now that the ride is out at Epcot, that this is going to bring in more of a standard for what you expect the movie to be? I mean, you know, Avatar, the the movie came out, then the ride came out, and it was an amazing ride and experience. And you kind of had a high expectation for the next Avatar movie to come out. Do you think that the Guardians of the Galaxy, you know, ride being in Epcot kind of sets the bar for this to be a blockbuster movie? Yes and no. Uh, we've been told that the ride doesn't exist in the MCU. Um, without giving away too much, we do get the opportunity to meet Groot and the in the ride, but he is full grown. So we don't really know where that would fall within the MCU timeline. Um, and we still, uh, I mean, the last time we saw Groot, he was a little bit more than a teenager when he was fighting in the, the end game battle. So um, he was bigger, but he wasn't like full grown like the old man when we first met him. So um, I think, I think the ride definitely built excitement for it but uh it'll be interesting to see uh if anything is referenced or if we get that placed into a timeline um the other big thing is that james gunn is back there was Mm -hmm. drama at one point with james gunn where he got there was talk of him being cancelled and disney started to distance themselves and um and then uh, the MCU fans lost their minds and said, if you try to do Guardians without James Gunn, we're not going to go and see it. Um, and so um, it'll be interesting to see how that all plays out um, and whether that drama will impact uh, sales at all. Um, but yeah, no, I'm not, Mike, to, back to your point, sorry. Um, I don't think uh, we're going to see it necessarily tie in with that but i think it's definitely done a great job to continue excitement of the brand i'm super excited about this one i think it's going to be great speaking of avatar um for those of you who have not seen in theaters avatar 2 you are able to get it video on demand on march the 28th although the rumor is it will not be coming to disney plus before december of this year which is an extremely long time uh to wait to see avatar on uh on on video on demand or on disney plus there but you can buy it through apple tv or any of those you know prime or any of those other things you want let's move along we got to uh pick it up just a little bit here uh disney's the little mermaid we need another live action guys and we're getting one i love it you know i love live actions uh based on the 1999 original disney film we are getting disney the little mermaid with hallie bailey as the star as ariel with all that great music that comes with it, Melissa McCarthy is making an appearance as Ursula, which I love. Uh, really quickly, the one, the thing that I love is, of course, you get Alan Menken and the great Howard Ashman score, but also Lin-Manuel Miranda is giving his talents to this film as well with some additional songs. So the soundtrack should be off the charts. Excited about this. Mike, another live action, The Little Mermaid. Live actions have been hit or miss for me. I think they have been with you too. Uh, it'll be interesting. The Little Mermaid is probably my favorite Disney princess. Uh, and so I hope they don't ruin this one. I, I'm excited to see what they do with it. And no matter what, the soundtrack is going to be amazing. 
Yeah, you know, I was happy with Lion King. I was happy with Beauty and the Beast. Uh, am I going to run out to watch Little Mermaid? Probably not. You know, it was one of those kids, one of those movies that the kids would watch when they were little. You know, Sarah was into it more than Sammy was. Uh, that really wasn't Sammy's jam. Um, I probably, there's a lot of other stuff that I want to watch before I watch that. I kind of know the story. I'm not that excited to see the live action version of it. Uh, when I have time, will I watch it? Yeah, absolutely. But it's not something that I'm going to rush out to see. Dave? Um. I'm going to run to see it. Um, the music is something that, yeah, was, it was, I was six when the original came out. Like I was that prime age group for knowing all the music. Um, I, through my job, I've actually had the pleasure of meeting Hallie um, and she is wonderful. Uh, her and her sister had been performing for years. Um, she's a great singer. Their music was included in, hold on a second, Grownish, the TV mm. show. Uh, they mm -hmm. got featured in that. Um, and, uh, Haley getting, Hallie, sorry, getting an opportunity, uh, to, uh, to further her solo career, um, is incredible. Um, the small amount of her vocals that we heard in the trailer uh, was received with uh, enormous um, uh, excitement. And so it'll be uh, interesting to see um, critical opinions of that when, uh, when it does head to the theaters. Um, but we've discussed... I, who was it? Uh, Greg came on and did an episode all about how... Um, Disney is perpetuating the licensing of some of these, mm. um, some of these uh, animated elements, uh, by creating the live action, it restarts certain contractual elements of it. Um, I mean, little mermaid is now more than 30 years ago. Um, so this is them locking in, uh, some of these, uh, Disney creations, uh, and keeping them under the umbrella of uh disney licensing so um it, it'll be interesting to see and us uh, as you said some great music uh once again gracing the theaters yep i'm super excited about this uh it will be good uh coming in june 16th 2023 we are finally getting a disney and pixar all new original animated feature guys i don't know what to expect elemental disney's pixar elemental coming out has a uh, a little bit of a feel of maybe um, inside out, kind of like that. Yeah, I think I have. I don't watched, know. I haven't seen much on it either. Um, I'm excited for it. I'll take it. Like, uh, it's not a sequel. It's not them rehashing something they've already done. Um, we we saw Pixar do some great things with yes, Inside Out, Soul. Um, mm -hmm. things like that. Um, so and I think they're going to be working hard to make sure they release something amazing. Their last big one was obviously Lightyear, which didn't necessarily land didn't the really way well. they had yeah. hoped. So I'm hoping Elemental does. Yeah, me too. And I look, you can't, can't complain. Disney Pixar, uh, look, it's one of those things. I give them the benefit of the doubt. I mean, they they've knocked out of the park so many times and given us so many characters that we love over these last uh, decades that I completely trust them. And I think uh, I'm excited for it. I will uh, go see Disney's Pixar Elemental. It'll be in the summer. Uh, great summer afternoon movie time to, to sit down and watch Elemental. But I'm moving on because this one I'm coming to you, Mike. I want to get your honest opinion about this because on June the 30th, 2023, 
the great and powerful Harrison Ford is returning as Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. Um, Steven Spielberg, George Lucas, John Williams are all back to help with this new adventure. Mike, he's back. He is he is now in his 80s. Uh, I believe I believe Harrison Ford is 83. I think, so. I think that's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, we were just looking up the other day because if you're not watching Shrinking, you're missing out on life right now. He is fantastic in it. Laura and I started watching that. It's hysterical. It's the best. Uh, on your recommendation, we started watching it, and it's been great. Um, yeah, we like it a lot. Uh, I, I will tell you, I hope they do the movie justice, and I hope it's more of passing the torch onto another, um, you know, to another, uh, you know, series maybe. Uh, I liked how when Sean Connery was in the movies, how he was the older guy and he was still kind of a adventurous kind of person, even though he was, you know, the dad. Um, I'm hoping that he takes on this father figure, so to speak, and can really pass the torch on to somebody else to keep the Indiana Jones series going. Um, I'm looking forward to it. It's one of the movies I'm going to go out and see in the movies. Uh, I, I, you know, Raiders of the Lost Ark was a childhood, you know, favorite movie of mine. So I kind of got to do it justice. Even if it's bad, I still got to go see it. I think that Crystal Skull one that I saw was pretty terrible. I really didn't like that at all. But um, this one I will absolutely go and see. And uh, listen, if it flops, it flops. I still gave it a shot, and I will definitely give it Wait, a, a Mike, chance. you didn't like Shia the Beef? Uh, yeah. That's what Look, his last name I learned translates a, to. No. I learned a life lesson in that movie. What? Anytime there's a tornado or a hurricane or anything, I pull all the shelves out of the refrigerator and climb in because if he can survive a nuclear fallout um, by getting in a refrigerator, I just I instantly. Luckily, we we have we have we have two big fridges and a mini fridge, perfect for our family. So I think it's that's great. the I think that's the <laughs> old fridges you need to be in, and also um, as oh, no. a safety warning, please. Any listeners, Please do not get in the refrigerators. Do not get in refrigerators. <laughs> you can't Guess breathe in there. Guess we need to do that, don't yeah. we? <laughs> um, uh, right. Wow. Are you excited about this, Dave? I am. Hey, here's the thing. Harrison Ford had passionately wanted to do, uh, to bring back the spark. And uh, after Crystal Skull was not the greatest thing ever released, um, really wanted to round it out and finish um, that arc of of indie um and everybody kept giving him pushback on it and they basically came to him and said hey we really want you to do another star wars movie and he said fine and he was not a fan of re of rediscovering the character of han solo uh, but he said fine i will do it on the provision i get one last indiana jones and so like Spoiler alert, if you haven't seen The Force Awakens, yes, Han Solo dies. Uh, sorry to ruin it for you, Mike. Um, <laughs> but um, <laughs> but um, so we knew he was going to get written out of that from the beginning. So there were people who were like, oh, my God, did you see it? I was like, yeah, if you follow anything, you knew he wanted out. Like, So he wanted out of that. He did one last movie on the provision he got one last Indiana Jones as well. Uh, This is it. I have every faith that he's going to make it count, uh, and I'm super excited for it. Rumor is they just had to go back and refilm one of the closing scenes uh, for this film. So there was a uh, rewrite uh, from what I've been told, um, and uh, and they had to refilm. So uh, interesting to see how that how that plays out, how that that, you know, character that's been around now for four decades you know, plays out in in uh, in 
on the big screen on June the 30th, 2023. Dave, come back to you for this next one. July the 28th, uh, almost a month later, we're back to the big screens um, for Brie Larson making her, her return as Captain Marvel. And uh, you're getting the Marvels because Captain Monica Rambo uh, is coming as well to the Marvels. I am interested to see how this plays after coming off of Guardians of the Galaxy 3 uh, with the Marvels coming out. Yeah, we're going to see some developing storylines as we head into this phase. We're also going to get um, Ms. Marvel um, making an appearance in this. Um, we don't really have much in the way of information about this yet, um, but there, there's going to be some teaser trailers that come out uh, as we head through the year and head towards uh, July uh, for the release of this one. Mike, something you're interested in? Um, I give it a shot. You know, I'm, I'm anything Marvel. Marvel Studios is pretty cool. Um, is, is it the top thing I'm looking forward to this year? No, but I'll definitely give it a shot when it comes well, out. Well, let's talk about the number one thing I'm interested in this year because let's move on. Just tonight, I sat down and I watched a trailer for this movie. Uh, I, Wait, you hadn't seen it? I hadn't seen it yet. Oh, it's great. Sat down and watched the trailer for this movie. And I'm super bummed that I have to wait until August 11th of this year to go to the big screen to watch this movie. Now, here's why. One, it's one of my favorite attractions in the history of any Disney park around the world. Two, has some of the greatest characters that have ever been written of, of in all time. And three, we've been graced with this movie before, and it was a complete bust. But after watching this trailer, I think that Disney is going to knock it out of the park. And I am talking about heading over to the Haunted Mansion for Disney's Haunted Mansion, all-new live-action, uh, com- comedic, kind of dark, scary movie uh, coming to the big screens. I couldn't be more excited about this. As I'm watching the trailer, I'm seeing characters that I love, characters that I've known forever making their appearance. Danny DeVito on there making that comedic uh, kind of lightheartedness of it to it, but it had some scary moments in the trailer, too. I hope they stay true to it. Mike, I am super excited about Disney Haunted Mansion coming August the 11th, 2023. My first impression when I saw the trailer, if I didn't see the Disney banner leading up to it, I wouldn't have realized what it, it was going to be a Disney film because it had that creepy kind of scary stuff. But once you see the Disney, you know, castle come in and, you know, they, they kind of introduce it as a Disney movie, uh, the, the little... It's kind of Easter egg. I want to say Easter eggs, but some of the little clues you see that you know so well. Stretching Room, Madame Leota, uh, Hatbox Ghost, uh, so many, so many different things. We named a few when we were talking before to tie into that particular attraction and, and something that we love so much. I can't wait. This is, this is definitely the top one on my list. Um, you were saying how much you love this. I hope it holds up to the expectations and it doesn't become a bust because you don't want it to kind of ruin it for you. Um, the bar is set high for an amazing story, so I hope they really pull through and knock this one out of the park. Uh, Dave, we've got Lakeith Stanfield, Tiffany Haddish, Owen Wilson, Dan DeVito, Rosario Darcy, Dawson, Dan Levy, and Jamie Lee Curtis and Jared Leto all making appearances. That's quite the list. That is a coming huge to make list. Disney's Not animation. only that, let's look at this from a Disney point of view for a moment. I mean, that is why we're ultimately here as the podcast. Um, can we discuss the fact that Owen Wilson is the voice of um, of Lightning McQueen? 
Danny Correct. DeVito is um, has a long history with the Disney company, but from an, uh, but from an animated point of view, Hercules. he is in Hercules. He is Philatetes that trains Hercules and sings the song. Uh, Rosario Dawson is the live action Ahsoka Tano. Um, like there's there's some big Disney names making an appearance. Uh, Dan Levy, um, that we know from Shit's Creek, ew, David, um, is going to be there. Um, like there's, there's, and then Jamie Lee Curtis, Jared Leto, some Disney's Halloween movies, of course. Um, huge names, uh, a great lineup, star started. And yeah, if you're doing uh, a spooky ish movie like to suddenly put jamie lee curtis in there one of the most iconic love it of uh, horror movies scream queens yeah, ever right that's the word i'm not necessarily horror horror but yeah um scary movies um like she's a, a staple of that genre and a great little tie-in some incredible casting um they better not mess it up. <laughs> they better not mess this up. Like, don't, please don't. Like, I'm looking forward to this. So, you know, it's, it, you know what's funny? I, I do. So want, I'm a big, I, I want a random, weird, deep cut reference to the Eddie Murphy one to just make oh, one please. appearance. Just so everybody goes, oh, yeah. <laughs> they ought to just have his portrait, like, hanging in, on a wall, or I don't care. Dude. Put right. it in the stretching room, and as it starts to stretch, it falls off onto the floor and breaks. You know Done. what I mean, or something, something like that. Like, just yeah, it's beautiful. Like, like yep. so, something horrible. Uh, and and you know, it, actually talking about horror films, I Jamie Lee Curtis. Whenever um, my favorite uh, genre, or my favorite franchise is Halloween franchise. Oh. Love it. Um, you know, everything. I even like Halloween three. For those people out there that that are like, what really? I I was so excited for the second you know halloween to come out kind of the re, re you know with jamie lee curtis right before halloween ends whatever that one was before and it was so bad and i remember sitting on the couch and it was like during covid and it came out we bought it and kate and i were sitting there and she looked at me and she just went like this she goes i'm sorry she just apologized because she knew how excited i was i just hope i don't get an i'm sorry uh during this film i couldn't be more excited for this i i cannot wait for August the 11th of 2023 to go see Disney's Haunted Mansion. Maybe we'll plan a time, Mike. You come down here, I'll come up there, and we'll go see it together. Uh, it'll be, mm -hmm. oh, it'll like be a good time. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to roll through the next couple just real quick. We're not going to chat about them, but you can check them out on your own. Uh, Summer of 2023, World's Best. Uh, it is a live-action coming-of-age comedy coming exclusively to Disney+. Plus. Um, that's kind of all we know about it right now. On September 15th, 2023, you get a haunting in Venice. It's the one of the only projects from the 20th Century Fox merger. Um, and it is a supernatural thriller based on the Agatha Christie books uh, starring Kenneth Ber Bernard, Kyle Kenneth uh, Allen. Brenna. There you go. That works. Yeah. Camille Cotton, Jamie Dorman, and Tina Fey, Jude Hill. There's all kinds of people in this thing. I don't know what this really is. Uh, it looks like it's going to be a little more of a um adult themed show instead of uh for the kids so you can check this one out on disney plus starting september 15 2023 uh, i want to go to the next one though november we're getting towards the end of the year november the 22nd 2023 disney's wish uh getting an animated classic or an animated feature coming to uh coming to theaters i am excited about this one um if anybody's looked it up you know we've seen storyboards we've seen pictures it looks like we're going to get a brand new disney sidekick uh that i think will be very popular with kids around the world and uh, you can check it out we're also getting all new musical features 
Um, and uh, it's it should be should be really really good. I am really excited. About this. Uh, the same person who did Frozen, uh, Chris Buck, uh, Chris Buck uh, is doing this film as well. So Dave, Disney's Wish. Um, we you know we both have young daughters. I think this is uh, I think this will be a hit. Um, we don't know much about it yet, but it's one of those things where we really didn't know much about Frozen going in for the first right, time yeah. and uh, like, and look at the franchise that has grown out of that, uh, particularly with Chris Buck uh, taking the reins and taking the lead on it. Um, it it's exciting to see what will be, what will come of that. Um, we're mentioning his name again because he is uh, Disney's golden child at the moment. Alan Tudyk making another appearance in this one, um, providing a voice. Uh, if you'd like, I'm happy to just do an entire episode about how much I love Alan Tudyk in Disney movies. Uh, that's an option I'm putting out there. Um uh, this is coming out November 22nd, uh, which means it is uh, a month after the official 100th anniversary of the Disney company. October 16th will be the official 100th anniversary mm -hmm. of the Disney company, uh, started in 1923. So uh, this will be the first big release uh, following that. Um, and yeah, literally, like the other one, the one before it was in September. October, we don't have anything scheduled for. This is uh, Disney starting the next 100 years with a release from its flagship of Disney animation. There's nothing else happening this year from Disney animation that we've talked about so far. This is their big one and uh, excited to see where it leads. Mike, this, uh, this movie, it centers around the legend of a wishing star. Um, in the story, Asha makes an impassioned plea to the sky, which is answered by a ball of balanced energy called Star. Together, Asha and Star work to save her community. It reminds me a little bit of Encanto uh, for those people who have seen Encanto. The one thing I love about this, Mike, is they were chatting with uh, Jennifer Lee, who's the, of course, Walt Disney Animation Studios chief creative officer. And she said, this film means so much to all of us at the studio and has been an incredible collaboration across all the generations. They brought in... Uh, animators and storytellers that have been around the Disney company for generations to collaborate on this, to make sure that the first film that comes out, like Dave said, after that 100-year celebration is something that 100 years from now, um, people will still celebrate. I, I, I think this will be a solid, solid movie. I'm excited for it. Disney animation, anytime we get something new, new characters, new songs, it, it, there, there's no downfall to it. Yeah, I think you're right. I think it's not something that I'm, but it's going to be on the top of my radar that I'm going <clears> to <throat> rush out and see. I'll probably wait to hear you, like your opinion on it and a couple of, you know, from our Disney group. You know, is it worth seeing? Is it not worth? So, um, like I said, I'm not going to rush out and see it. Uh, if it's there, I'll probably get into it, but um, I'm kind of going to wait for everybody else's feedback on that. Uh, moving on, fall 2023. I'm just going to hit these really quickly. Guys, if you want to jump in, jump in real quick. If you need to add anything to it, Disney's Pixar win or lose uh, coming fall 2023. It says um, Disney's Pixar Animation, or I mean Pixie, Pixar Animation Studios, does a uh, for the first time ever an all new original animated long form series, uh, which is going to offer a look into the Pickles Middle School softball team. Uh, Will Forte is coming uh, with his voice talents as the coach. Uh, to be determined. Hilarious. Uh, Twenty. Oh, he's so good. Twenty twenty three. Um, Disney's Crater. Uh, Disney's Crater is a Disney Plus original, another coming of age 
show that is going to be coming uh, to Disney Plus. Um, it's going to hijack. Uh, it says follows a group of friends as they hijack a rover to explore a mysterious crater. This I think will be very very interesting. They're saying it's going to be a lot like Stand by Me, the movie. That's kind of the gist of what it's going to follow. Dave, does that get you excited? That's cute. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'll watch it. Um, am I ex- as excited for it as some of the other things that we've talked about the tonight? Not necessarily, but um, I, I wasn't even aware of that description. But that's really cute. I like that. Um, uh, yep, with uh, a with a new age spacey feel rather than yeah. the old school running across the train tracks. Uh, what could possibly go wrong? Yeah, uh, taking yeah. place on a moon colony. Stand by me on a moon colony. I love Pretty it. much is what, what they're kind of saying. Uh, let's move on to some Star Wars stuff. Mike, coming to you. Uh, I'm going to mention them both, and you can kind of... Uh, actually, we'll do all three, and we'll just we'll close it up here. Um, coming to be determined on all these sometime in 2023, Star Wars Ahsoka. Um, Rosario Dawson is making her back. She, of course, you saw her in Mandalorian Season 2 there, and uh, she is back in the original live-action Star Wars series spinoff. Um, that sets uh, sets place after the fall of the Empire. Also, getting Star Wars Skeleton Crew it says all new uh, Star Wars live action series coming on Disney Plus. Um, it's going to star Jude Law. Like Jude Law really making his name out there with Disney in 2023. Um, a group of kids lost in the New Republic area must find their way home. And last but not least, going to the animated side for the young Jedi's out there. Star Wars Young Jedi Adventures. All new Disney Junior and Disney Plus exclusive animated series follows a group of younglings, including Yoda, during the High Republic era on their path to become Jedis, uh, featuring the voice talents of Jamal Avery Jr. and Emma Berman. Three Star Wars uh, shows coming out to Disney Plus. You'll be able to watch watch right away. One of them coming to Disney Junior, which I think is exciting. Uh, Mike, starting with you, which of these are you most excited for? Well, I'm probably going to pass on the Young Jedi Adventures. I don't think that's going to be right up my alley. Um, Yeah, you know, that's going to be my least favorite out of all of these. Um, I'm hoping that the Skeleton Crew has kind of like a gritty feel to it. I hope it's not too like, um, like, I don't know, like a Camp Rock kind of, you know, Skeleton Crew kind of movie. I'm hoping that it's more of a gritty kind of... um, uh, you know, like raw type of uh, Star Wars movie. Ahsoka is going to be good. I think that's uh, Rosario Dawson is an amazing uh, actress. She was great in the um, Mandalorian series too. I think the character itself is great. I think that's going to be a great series. The the end of the Empire, the fall of the Empire, and kind of leading up to the Kylo Ren, you know, the, the the new First Order. That's a cool little time frame that we're all kind of exploring right now. We don't really see that gap in the movies. You know, we've seen you know obviously from the Return of the Jedi to the whole new series when it starts with Kylo. There's that whole in-between, and, and this is going to really focus on that, which we're getting a lot of in these Disney spinoff series. I'd like to see a little bit more of the kind of, you know, the Rogue One, you know, building up to the build of the Empire. I think that, you know, from when Darth Vader became who he became and then going into that, I, I wish it was something more along those lines, but I'm glad to see which way this is going to go. Dave, out of those three, which one? I mean, I'm probably right there with uh, Mike working backwards. The the Young Jedi Adventures is obviously an opportunity to um, open Star Wars up to a younger generation and get them involved in some storylines earlier. Uh, we saw uh, Baby Yoda have huge appeal to some of those younger demographics, but they didn't really know who any of those characters were. Uh, so this is an opportunity to do that. Yes. Is this the first time we've seen... 
Star Wars come to Disney Junior? I believe it is. Yeah. Yeah. There's nothing. Like, I love the Muppet Baby series that came to Disney Junior. I mean, there's been some, like, Sophia, the, for me, I go way back because Riley's 10 now. Sophia the First, I could still watch Sophia the First. I could still watch, like, those those shows. It's really cool. It would have been really cool if Riley was younger to have been able to watch stuff like Star Wars. You know, I, I love that they're branching out into that you know, market of three, four, five-year-old kids and really introducing them to the, it shows it shows Disney smart, Dave, that they're like, hey, we we've got to gotta bring him in now. Yep. Yeah. Okamali. Uh Skeleton Crew as a live action um looks really fun. Jude Law has um uh you said it you said really well just a few moments ago. 2023 is apparently his year with Disney. We uh, I mean he's uh he's in what am I thinking of? Uh, Captain Marvel. Uh, he mm-hmm. plays the um, the krill the uh, that trains her, um, and after she um, is more or less abducted by them, yes, he's in Peter Pan and Wendy, and then he's in Peter Pan and Wendy. So yeah, he is definitely getting um, uh, some big opportunities with Disney, and is definitely riding that wave. Um, excited to see what this is. Um, it's. Uh, set during what they call the new republic um which will be really cool but the obvious one is obviously ahsoka they've been talking about it and teasing it um when we have uh had all sorts of appearances um in mandalorian from uh the character of ahsoka um uh, the character of ahsoka and her arc started in uh in clone wars and so it's great to see um, her get her own spin-off TV show of that. Um, we also get various different types of uh, of Ahsoka that we've had the opportunity to meet because um, when we met her in Clone Wars, she's this young, sprightly, known like doesn't listen to anybody, runs into battle, ignores Anakin, uh, voiced by uh, the incredible Ashley Eckstein at the time, uh, and then. There was a little bit of outcry when um, when it was announced that they were they were going for a different type of Ahsoka uh, for the live action, uh, but but she's older. Like this is set thirty years later. Like Ahsoka is not this young, sprightly, ignore authority kind of person. She has matured and grown, and we saw that uh, even in the couple of episodes that we got to meet Ahsoka as a live action personality uh, in Mandalorian. Uh, it was always going to happen. The moment she made an appearance in that TV show, everybody was like, "We now know who it is. We're getting an Ahsoka." Uh, TV show of their own. Uh, we don't have a release date on this. Is this correct? Okay, That's correct. It's a to, to be, be to be announced. Okay, to be so announced. Uh, it'll be interesting to see when they decide to uh, drop that and slot that in. Um, it'll go direct to Disney Plus as a TV series, obviously, but uh, it'll be interesting to see when they choose uh, to release that uh, and bring it to Disney Plus. Yeah, very cool. You know, I'm glad we got to talk about some of the new upcoming stuff coming to Disney Plus and to the Disney theaters this year. And, you know, whether you're, you know, watching it at home, whether you're in the big theater about it, uh, what you know, watching these new movies and these new releases coming out, take a selfie when you're in the movie theater or when you're sitting on the couch with your family. 
when you're watching them, enjoying those Disney shows, post them on our Disney Dad Facebook page, our DDP Patreon page, or our regular DDP page. We have some amazing photos, and it brings me to my favorite thing every week, and that would be Picks of the Week. Picks of the Week. Picks of the Week. It's time for us to get our Picks of the Week. All right, guys, great pictures this week. And uh, Dave, why don't you give me your pick of the week? Walt Disney World, uh, but it was wonderful to see uh, some photos. Um, Matthew Zurich uh, posted some pictures of uh, him uh, out in out in California. Uh, he said that they were meant to arrive the day before, but a snowstorm in the desert closed <laughs> down uh, I-15. Um, so they didn't, le- they left a day later. Um, but it's one of those moments, just a quick pick in front of uh, the castle. It says we're here. Our, our journey is starting. Uh, the, the excitement that comes through in a picture like that um, saying, Hey, we're here in uh, Disneyland, the original park, and uh, just wonderful to uh, have him share that with us on the DDP Today Facebook page. Uh, thanks so much, Matthew. That's my pick of the week. Mike, what'd you get? Very cool pick. Yeah, I'm going to go with somebody who just got to experience something that I did, and I'm going to go with Lindsay Nicole. And Lindsay Nicole says, uh, first day of AP previews and entered the grid. Thought it was great, just wish it was a little bit longer. I think we've all been saying the same thing when it comes to that ride. Um, I loved it. I think it was great. I think it's the perfect addition to Magic Kingdom. And um, great pictures. And uh, you have my pick of the week. Justin, what do you got? For yeah, you, I tell you what, I've uh, I got a great one, and I'm excited about it because it is over on our brand new Facebook group, Disney Drinks with the DDP Today, a Disney podcast drinking group. Uh, look, guys, this is not where people just go get annihilated and post, you know, crazy pictures. This is where we talk about those amazing cocktails that you can have over at Walt Disney World, Disneyland, Disney Cruise Line, Adventures by Disney, all the great places you can do. How you keep it Disney in your own home with those beverages, both alcoholic and non-alcoholic. Some of those mocktails that you can enjoy, uh, we'll be posting over there. As well so make sure to click that link below join that brand new group over there lots of fun so i'm gonna go over there for my pick of the week this week and look i'm gonna cheat a little bit because i'm gonna go with the great the amazing the incredible the one the only can i do any anything else rick reagan uh he says the famous lapu lapu joe after the lapu lapu after mike last episode talked about how they ate the inside of their lapu lapu uh joe needed a map to find his way around the magic kingdom it looks like um, because he was not able to see straight. So I'm excited to see those amazing pictures over at that group. Um, another thing I'm excited about is, look, there's something in the works with DDP today that we've been working on for quite a while. Um, it's been about four months in, in in the works, and it's finally coming to fruition. It's finally going to be announced in the next two weeks, and uh, it'll be very, very exciting if you are a fan of Disney you're a fan of the DDP and you're a fan of Disney podcasts uh, out there. And I'm excited for it. I'm excited to uh, grow this community, grow our family. Ooh. And it's going to be a lot of fun Gross. to uh, to invite uh, some 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 more people on board the DDP uh, fam here. Uh, so we'll be coming out with that. It's it's uh, it's definitely something I think you're all going to be excited about. And it's going to be great for Disney fans, Disney podcast fans out there. Uh, also, I'm I'm really excited to announce that the DDP Disneyland Facebook page 
will be up and running by the time this episode drops. What is that, you say? That is for if you are going on the DDP Disneyland family vacation this year, uh, you are invited to come over and join that page. That page is meant for you. That's where we will talk about all the great details of the vacation, everything that we're planning. You can ask questions and all of those great details coming up. Uh, we're about 128 days out from that trip. And uh, so we are getting closer to being able to make park reservations about eight days away. And so super excited. Eight days away as we're recording right now. Uh, so super excited about that and uh, excited to see you guys at Disneyland. If, you, if, you, if you're interested, uh, now's the time to book. There's a couple, especially there's on-site resorts are all still available. But at this time, there's a couple of my really favorite uh, kind of good neighbor resorts there that are booked up. The Best Western Park Place Inn and Suites is is not available anymore. It's booked up. One of my favorites. Uh, so get a hold of the show at awaywithmetravel.com. Have to book through the show uh, to come enjoy that because that's how we pay for all those extra perks that we do when we're out west out there. Come hang out with us. Can't wait to uh, to give you a hug and spend time and create those memories. As people who have done these trips before, they'll tell you this is the absolute best way um, to see Disneyland is, is as a family out there all together. Um, creating those memories that'll last a lifetime. Last but not least, look, our patron show is coming up. We got an awesome, awesome, awesome patron episode tonight. Uh, an idea came to our brains when we were thinking uh, about some of the stage shows. You know, we we're chatting about movies, we we're chatting about IPs, chatting about shows. And I got us to thinking about the Walt Disney World stage shows. And if we were going to replace each and every one of the Walt Disney World stage shows with something new, what would we do? You cannot keep the old, you have to bring something new. Uh, what will we do? What will we replace it with? So excited on the patron side for us to chat about that over there. Uh, if you're not a member of the patron, click that link below for as little as $2 a month. You become a part of the patron family, support the show, and uh, get access to not only the special Facebook group, but also to that added content each and every week. Depending on the tier you choose, you may even be able to see our beautiful smiling faces uh, each and every week as you watch the patron episode. So click that link below. It is right there. Last but not least, I haven't asked for this in a while. You know, there's something you can do for us that helps us more than anything. And that is to tell a friend about the show, invite them to join the community, share the podcast with them if they love Disney and they love positivity. And click that link below and go and leave us five stars. Leave that, uh, if you enjoy what we're doing, trying to create a place of positivity that you can come and enjoy some Disney magic, uh, leave us five stars, leave a good review. It helps us reach more and more people around the world. And we can't thank you enough for that. Uh, guys, I've, I love episodes like this because it's something that I'm probably not as versed in as when we talk about the Disney parks. I learn a lot as we go about these episodes from shows and movies that are coming out. What I should put on my list to make sure to see. Maybe stuff I need to watch that's already out to catch up before I go see it. Um, and I'm excited for what 2023 is going to bring for the Walt Disney Studios, Disney Animation, Pixar, Star Wars communities, Marvel communities, and everything else in between. Uh, and I cannot wait to go to the big screen and on the small screen, chat about these, watch these and be able to spend time with the Disney family uh, watching and, and and chatting about these amazing shows and movies. Guys, let's close it up tonight. Mike, coming to you first. Yeah, I'm glad we got to talk about it. Quite a few things opened my eyes to what we have coming up. I didn't know about all of them. Um, got to watch some trailers and some really cool stuff. Uh, I think that I'm really looking forward to getting some family time in, kind of sitting back and then chatting about those uh, when we're done watching them. Um, and I'm lo especially looking forward to watching The Mandalorian Episode 2 tomorrow. I love it, buddy. Dave? Yeah, hey. Um, it was uh, fun to uh, take a look forward into the future at what's coming and um, and have an opportunity to have a chat about that, get excited for some of those movies and TV shows. Very exciting and very cool. Love it. DDP family, have an amazing week. Make someone smile, spread some cheer, be happy. And until next time, we will see you real soon. Have a good night, everybody. Cheers. 
Have a good night. On behalf of the Disney Dads, we want to say thank you. We hope you find a little magic in your life every day, spread some Disney love, and keep moving forward. And they all lived happily ever after. Each of us has a dream, a heart's desire. It calls to us. And when we're brave enough to listen and bold enough to pursue, that dream will lead us on a journey to discover who we're meant to be. All we have to do is look inside our hearts and unlock the magic within. Ready to begin. And that's a wrap. This has been YDF Media Productions.